Sports and the SBA will fight to the end and lead the way again. Sing out together. TV for the fans by the fans. Well, good evening. Welcome to a special edition of Sky Blue Fans TV. Um, we're going to be, it's just gone mad today, hasn't it? We're going to be talking about the Wasps. Uh, we're going to be talking about. Sky Blues, how we are going to get a new owner, maybe. Never know. Could be anybody out there, really, to be honest with you. And um, we've hopefully got some guests turning up. So um, we'll have to uh, wait and see if they arrive for us, um, come and join us. So uh, we'll we'll have to see who turns up. Hopefully Glenn or Ken or someone like that. If anyone out there on... YouTube have got any comments, please put them into our comments box and we can have a little chat. So, first of all, um, the news tonight, well, breaking this afternoon, quarter to one this afternoon, um, Wasps going into administration. So, yeah, um, hopefully the next couple of days it's being announced that they, they will be struggling to get anybody on board to pay their bills. And um, while the Midlands today was on, um, it said that um, they had um, been suspended from the league. So let us know what your thoughts are on that. I mean, it's um, it, it's <laughs> I mean, it's something that we, we never thought was going to happen, really. To be honest with you, did we? So you know, it's um, come out of the blue. They've all they've all uh, they've all gone on, and you know, it's it's. Finally, something's going on in the background that we don't know about. But, um, yeah, suspension. Um, they'll be playing Coventry next year if they can uh, get the team or back up and running. So, you know, uh, personally, um, for me as a Cov fan um, and a lot of other Cov fans, uh, it has been hard having the Wasps living at the uh, CBS Arena, previously known as the Rico. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just disappointing, isn't it? Really, at the end of the day, it's 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 you know we had our lease taken away from us. Oh, good evening, Glenn. Hi, Miles. How are you, mate? J- just saying. How um, you know, with the wasps being at the CBS Arena previously, the Rico, um, the story looks like it's coming to an end, doesn't it? Um, it does. Uh, it's been a bit of a weird story, hasn't it? With everything that's gone on. Um, yeah, it looks like it's coming to conclusion, but I still think there's a few twists in the tale. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that everyone seems to think it is. Well, with what the ground and everything, you, th- yeah, you think like, a lot of people are thinking we're going to go and buy the ground and everything's going to be rosy. Yeah, I think there's. I'd always just said you just always got to be careful what you wish for. The grass mm. isn't always greener on the other side. If the wrong piece person or persons get hold of the CBS, we could be up a creek without a paddle. So um, I, I'm not going to celebrate because as someone who went through redundancy many moons ago, I, I mm. know how turmoil it is for people and people at Wasps. Whether, whether you like the fact that they came to Cov or not, I think on a pure human level, there's in this current climate, you cannot 
be gloating about the fact that people could potentially lose their jobs. So that doesn't sit well with me. I, I think it was inevitable after Cov left for the second time to St Andrews with the CBS that I think realistically it was a case of when it was going to blow up when we returned. It was always going to explode. I think it's happened a lot sooner than a lot of us would have thought. Um, but yeah, I, I think it... I never thought it was going to last 10 years as coming back. I always thought there was going to be something that exploded and we were, near, we were proved right with the pitch I'll go at the start of the season. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that, that started it all off, didn't it? I, I reckon the, the, the pitch fiasco, us having to sort out the money to be able to sort the pitch out, we knew something wasn't quite right. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that about redundancies. I mean, for all the staff and everything, I mean, it's absolutely awful, isn't it? I mean, you know, we, we've seen it with... Berry, we've seen it, you know, with Derby that you know they they lost a few members of staff. You've seen it with Worcester Warriors, you know, all all, the, all those guys there, you know, in the current climate, as you say, with energy bills and that, it's it's not very nice. Um, I mean, it's it. I mean, I've been in your situation. I got made redundant about four years ago, but you know, we we, we try and bounce back as as good as we can, don't we? But I mean, you're saying it comes sooner than we thought. I mean. I can't believe it was today. And, and you know, the biggest shock is that um, on Midlands today, they mentioned about what we already heard this afternoon. Within 10 minutes, I think you posted a picture up on our WhatsApp group that, um, that they've been suspended from the league already. And they, they probably weren't expecting that until probably early next week. Now, um, they, they haven't messed around, have they, the Rugby League? I mean, they've, they've literally gone in there and said, right, you're suspended. I mean, that's mad, isn't it? It's mad. Well, I mean, the irony is, obviously, I did a I did a podcast that was editing the various pieces together on Tuesday night, and literally yeah. re-edited it about four times because every time I went to publish it, there was another there was another bit of breaking news that come out. It was like <laughs> Mike Ashley. Then it was um, it was about them somebody else had put on uh, about the NEC group, and then it was the other takeover. Yeah, and I mean today it it, it it's. It's kind of weird because from reading the stuff that Bobby Bridge put up, who's the Wasp journalist for Coventry Telegraph, they almost thought it was business as usual. They had all the media stuff mm. planned. And then at midday, they just dropped the dropped the bombshell on them. And yeah, the I think the RFU have acted fast because I think they have to, really. Mm. They, can't, they can't. I don't think they want to. They're not going to like the EFL let... Bolton get into the situation where Bolton are playing the youth team or whatever. I don't, I don't think they're, they're that stupid to let it let it happen. And I think almost, I think Wasps have kind of burnt the bridges with the with the rugby community by just constantly going on that it's all down to COVID. And mm. I don't believe that it is all down to COVID. I, I think COVID's mm. played a huge part. I, I, I don't think they would be in the mess they were in if COVID hadn't happened. But there's plenty of other clubs who've survived COVID. I mean, look at the likes of Barrow and Harrogate. I mean, football mm. teams, they've got massive fan bases and they've survived COVID. You know what I mean? Um, so how, how Wasps can spin that and kind of play that as the get-out-of-jail card, I, I don't think that's really... It just doesn't sit well with me. Mm. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be quite happy if Cov played that card and went into administration and we tried to use COVID as an excuse because I think that's, that's a bit cheap and and sloppy on it really but what yeah. what what do you think will happen next miles then 
Well, just before, um, AWB Productions, uh, Play Up Sky Blues, buddy. Um, well, I, before I go on to that, um, can I just mimic what you've just said? You're talking about they played the COVID. Um, they played that COVID malarkey. Um, I was talking to someone at work today and we said, it's amazing, isn't it? You've got Nunny and Boer, you've got Racing Club Warwick, you've got Leamington, you've got um, all those small clubs that have, have had COVID. We've had COVID. Uh, as a football club, we're, we're not r- r- running the roost with money or anything. We've survived. They've survived. Small small clubs like that have survived. Um, as you say, it was a poor excuse, really, to be honest with you, isn't it? Absolute poor excuse. Um, and and, and I, I just think it's um, uh, bad management. It's probably bad management. And, um, you know, probably the big man at the top's took too much money out of the club. And, you know, it just hasn't worked out for him. But, where does this go next? Uh, whew. It's, it's, it's a tricky one because, um, you know, the, the lease is up for grabs now. I think apparently, if I'm not mistaken, I think the lease goes back to the council now, um, which is probably not a good thing in a way because obviously they don't get on with CC. But I think the contract that, that the Sky Blues have signed is still valid anyway. So I think they've got a. I think they've got to um, honour that contract. So they've got to work with CC for the next uh, is it, uh, seven years, eight years. Um, so, so they've got to have that in place. If I if I was CC now and I was going to sell the club, now's the time to sell the club. Probably go in with a bid, buy the ground, and then go to whoever wants to come and buy the club. Here's the ground, here's the club, and this is the whole package. I don't think they're going to be able to sell the club on its own. I think they've got to go in now. They haven't spent any money in the transfer window. They, they, they probably heard this going on months ago and they've probably held off. And, and, and I believe if, if that, if I had her money or her business sense on and she wants to sell the club at a profit, you go and buy that ground now at a silly price and you've got the club and you've got the stadium lease to sell, a 250-year lease. Um, and then it's worth some money. I don't think um, she she can go and just sell the club on its own unless someone comes in, uh, buys the ground, and then buys um, the club separately at a, a different price than what she probably could get if she had the lease. I think if it was, it, it's like when you buy a house, you buy a house, um, do it up to make money on it. I think she's got to go. She's got to go out now and go and buy this ground. I think, to be honest with you, um, it's a long shot. But if they if they want to move this forward, that's what they've got to do. I think. What about you? I, I think it's very very interesting because there's so many different parties that want a different slice of the cake, and there's not many that want the whole cake. If you know, what I mean, they all want their little, their little almost like piece of the jigsaw. They don't want the full jigsaw. There's people who want wasps. There's people who want wasps and the CBS. There's people who just want the CBS. There's seemingly the obviously the billionaire from the US who wants COV and the CBS, but no interest in wasps on it. Uh, I think CSU could redeem themselves if they came in and bought the stadium. I think that may well be the saving grace. And I would almost say they'd get away with it. And, and they probably, everyone would forget about the last few months on it. So, yeah, that's what I think anyway. I think CC could save the day if they wish to, but I'm not 100% sure they have the money or the will to 
do that, but that would seem the strategy of the long game. That's what they wanted to do. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. I, I think, it, to be honest with you, I think you, you've got no choice now. You've got to go for it, and you've 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 got to you've just got to go at, go and get it. You, you're never going to have a better opportunity than this. I don't think. Uh, Joe Kelly's put in championship team with a thirty thousand seater stadium. Uh, someone surely will be having a sniff around. Well, you, you would think so, wouldn't you, Joe? I mean, what would you make to that, Glenn? I mean, someone's got to be sniffing around now, surely. It's, it's, it's got yeah. to be on the cards, isn't it? Yeah, I think that, I think that that's the worry, that it is. Like, Sisu try and play ball it and get it on the cheap and someone like a Mike Ashley comes in and just goes, you know what, I'll get it for this price. But I think there will be maybe this administration thing is kind of a, a last throw of the dice to force people's hands and maybe mm. just start a bidding war. As you know, like what happens with players, if you have three or four clubs after one player, the team that comes out the best is normally a team selling. But yeah, yeah I think logically, if CC were playing the long game, it would be get the CBS. The problem is, I'm not sure they've got the money. Mm. I think the ideal scenario for me would be the billionaire John and uh, McAvoy and uh, John Dawkins. Because at least you've got someone who runs a business in Dawkins. He's got calf connections. He genuinely has a passion for the club. And someone who has a portfolio of sports and leisure-related leisure businesses and kind of knows what he's doing. And you're not going to have a US owner like maybe the one at Chelsea who's coming out with all these daft ideas. I think mm. maybe you'd have to to rein, rein him in. I mean, that would be the ideal situation. I would have concerns if the NEC got it because it's a US investment firm behind him called Blackstone. So that's another, you're basically looking at another hedge fund like CC. Mm. And if the guy from Wasp got it, I don't think we'd be any better off, really. Mm. And that's another investment fund so it's um, it's very interesting with it all. I think what well, I think Wasps have known them in trouble for a while. Um, there's certain stuff they've done, like the training grounds um, changed ownership from Derek Richardson to another member of staff. Why would you do that? I mean, that's probably their, one of their biggest assets, and they could get some money out of that. So yeah, it's um, it's interesting, but yeah, it's a it's a soap story again. I think Simon Gilbert brought in another book again. <laughs> I mean, you just you just mentioned um, John McElroy there. Um, for me, um, again, I was talking about this earlier on. I mean, he, he's got um, he's got Dawkins involved. So Dawkins is uh, he's got uh, shares in his, in his record company. Dawkins is record company. The guy's been to a game in August. He, apparently, he's been to the Millwall game. Um, and I mean, he's into sport. He's got an NHL um, hockey team, yeah. um, Nash Nashville Predators, and a Major League Baseball Colorado Rockies. Now, for me, if you if you're already involved in sport, this guy will know what he's doing. Surely, he's he's. Um, I, I was talking about the Wrexham um, uh, stream today as well. It's been, I've been talking so much today; it's been unbelievable, but. Um, you know, when you look at those guys that have come in at Wrexham and they've, they've made a promise, they've made a promise to um, the fans. Um, their mate's an English guy who 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 um, 
is running the club over here for them because he knows the game. The guys are learning the game. But this guy, this guy here, already owns two sports teams. I mean that that's got to be a that's got to be a massive, massive opportunity for someone like that to come in and make a statement. And as soon as he comes in, if anyone does come in, they've got to make a statement and say, right, this is our plan and this is where we're going to go. Um, that I mean, that, surely that's a good thing, and it if someone comes in that owns two sports clubs already. Yeah, I think the good thing with owners, I'm probably going to use a swear word, look at Leicester City. Their owners have bought into the community, they've bought into Leicester, and they've done mm. a hell of a lot of good for them. Much as it pains me to say it as a Coventry City fan, I remember not long, long ago when we relegated them after we lost 4 1 at Charlton and they couldn't beat Stoke and got relegated. But yeah, I think the Euros Wrexham was a good example. The people who probably don't know that much about football in Ryan Reynolds, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but they've bought into the local community. They yeah. understand it. They don't mm. make daft decisions. They want, like I say, they've got the game, the FA Cup tie, they've got it on ESPN. Mm. I mean, that's unheard of for a non-league zone. And that's, they've, they've only ever attracted positivity. Even the owners of Man City, they've done so much to improve the local local community in terms of fundraising etc what you don't want to do is you don't want to have a bill glazier who comes no. in and just aggravates the fan base and that's just what's the worst thing you can do and i mean even the guy at chelsea yeah he's probably made some good decisions and he splashed the cash but he's coming out with some real ideas that are just going to alienate the fan base so i think that's the one thing you've got to be careful of on it but yeah i think mcavoy from the limited information on him on on uh, online, which is, isn't very much, does seem on paper to be someone who I think would be a good potential owner. I don't think he's another. What was that guy who came after his ages ago with administration? Was it Preston Haskell the fourth or something? Mm. Yeah, or yeah. Like yeah. Dinsa or Dale Evans. I don't think he's one of that. But I mean, it's like, like you're you're saying now. I mean, he's got someone who's a Cov fan. Dawkins, he's got someone who's a Cov fan, and he's gonna he's gonna teach him that those ways, isn't he? He's gonna he's gonna be able to teach him that this is how you communicate with the fans in this country. Surely that that's gonna be a bonus, isn't it? Really, if you think about it. Yeah, I think the problem you have, I'm gonna use another example, Simon Jordan. You have a mm. fan winning the team like he was at Crystal Palace. I think sometimes you almost don't. You make a judgment with your heart rather than your head. So your head's telling you, we haven't really got that extra half a million to spend. And your head says, oh, you, so your heart's like, but if we spend that half a million, we might have a chance of the playoffs or, or going up. And mm. you spend the half a million. And then you spend another half a million and then you spend another half a million. And then that's one and a half million and then you're in trouble. And I think that's kind of, he admitted that with Palace. I mean, he's come out today and said he's got no interest in Cov, which yeah. I'm quite glad about it because I don't, He's very marmite. He, 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 mm. he talks a lot of sense. He talks utter garbage. I think talk sport, love him on it. But yeah, um, in response to what Simon Todd's just put up on there, does, does anyone yeah. really think he's ever buy the CBS? I would have said six months ago, I would have thought there was a good chance. I think I would say there's probably, unless there's an ace up their sleeve that they haven't played yet, I don't think they will, will do. Mm. I mean, for me, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, as I say, this is a great opportunity to 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 
really show what they want to do. If they want to do it, they've got to go and do it. They've got to go and buy it. But it's like Simon says, do we really think Cecil will? And like, I'm a bit like you, mate. I, I don't think they will. But if they want to do it properly and they want to make, if they want, if they want money for this club and they do want to sell, then the only way they're going to sell it is if they've got the ground. And there's no point in keep saying, well, we've got, you know, we've got the plans coming in for the, for the, you know, Warwick Uni and all that sort of malarkey. You can't, you can't have that hanging around. You've got to be going, right, okay, let's go and get it this time. Let, you know, let's draw a line in the sand. Let's go and talk to the council and let, let's get this lease. Um, I think it's your daddy. He says, can you honestly hold faith in Sisu? That's a good one. Can you, can you hold faith in them, do you think? On the previous record, they get most decisions wrong against the decisions they get right. So, honestly, probably not. But there's always... Foot- Things can change very quickly. You can go from flavour of the month to the worst thing and, and back again, isn't it? it, it mm. It's it's one of them. You only got to look at players, isn't it? Like Hamer, Hamer was a star one week and then he's a clown for getting sent off. It, it changes that quickly. I think it, it's it's very hard. The problem is it's very hard to know what's going to be done because it's all cloak and daggers and there's all this with Wasp like going into administration. Maybe they're doing it because they know they've got deals in place that they can already do mm. on it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Nate, Nate, Nation Radio commentary. Good evening, Terry. How are you? Um, not a chance Sisu will buy the stadium. Yeah, as, as we said, you know, it's time to draw a line in the sand and probably negotiate a good deal on it, uh, to be honest, I reckon anyway. Um And we've got Ian, Ian Courts. Takeover will not happen unless Joy wants to sell over to UCC PS, PUSB. So, takeover will not happen unless Joyce wants to sell. What, what do you think on that? Do you think she does want to sell? Well, this is the weird thing, isn't it? There was a story that came out in the summer in the Times saying that they were looking to sell. And then, like, Simon Gilbert's come out today on the back of the piece that he's published about McAvoy's interest, saying that we're not looking, they're not looking to sell. But it just doesn't it doesn't tally up with me because like somebody said, I think one in our group chat said in a while back, said, Why would you streamline this the spending unless either the money had run out or you were didn't want to spend because you didn't want to invest more money because you were looking to offload it? I suppose it's like you said, the house. Why would you spend a load of money building a house up if you're mm. gonna sell it in the next twelve months? Yeah. That's the weird thing on it. So yeah, like I I don't I don't know. I think the problem is I don't think CISA are the sort of people who come out and say, yeah, we want to sell directly because I think they'd almost feel that they were kind of losing, giving in already by and have a lower, a lesser standard in negotiations. I think they're almost like, we don't want to sell, but if you give us a good offer, we'll think about it. And then, yeah, maybe give us a little bit more. And yeah, you mean like that? It, it's almost like they're going to, kind of like probably buying a car isn't it you go and buy a car you look at a car that's like 20 well, over 10 grand and you go and say to the car deals dealer oh, i don't really want to i don't really want to sell it any lower than mm. seven and a half and then but the car dealer actually does wants to probably sell it for will be quite happy with not eight or nine on it you mean it's just they're all cloak and daggers with it but yeah um i think it's it's all very in the shadows and you can't really make you know what what to think do you Oh no, de- definitely not. Now, listen. Um, you you interviewed a Wasp fan the other night, didn't you? 
yeah, I spoke to so uh, what Chris, was that? Chris from the Wasp blog. So I yeah. did a piece with him, um, did a blog um, around the time of the Pitchgate scenario. So he sent me a few questions just to ask what his take, uh, what mm. my take on the pitch saga. One of the questions was, did, did I see that Coventry City would ever own, own, look to own the CBS, which is quite ironic given the reason, the recent um, update. So yeah, I spoke to Chris. Um, he sent me, he did a short piece about, I think about three and a half minutes he, he sent over, just outlining his thoughts on, on what was being said. I think he was, he's quite sad about the situation with Wasp, which you can understand because there are people who've followed them for a while and it is their sports team. And it's mm. like us, we lost Coventry City. What would we do? Like this people who lost Berry, it, it devastated people like that. So um, it was interesting. He was quite negative about what Lawrence Delalio had said that basically Walsh should get a free pass and avoid any action from the RFU. Well, obviously the RFU have taken the action and suspended them now because they've gone into administration and their laws are that unless Wasp proved that it's a force majeure or act of God situation, again, blame COVID, they'll get relegated. So um, I think he was in, he was quite sensible and unlike, I think there's people on both sides of the fan base who kind of bait each other. I think Wasp fans don't out themselves with some of the comments. And I think sometimes Cough fans go looking to poke the bear, so to speak. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was really good um, to hear it. He's I spoke to him today. He's obviously quite sad that the news has come out. He doesn't see that they'll be playing any any sort of game. Um, they're scheduled to play Tuesday at the CBS before we play Sheffield United. He said that's almost certainly not going to take place. Um, and I'm not sure if they can play while they're in administration. I think Worcester played a couple of games and then the money ran out and then obviously they got officially expelled. So I think the next game, Wasps, is a week on Saturday at Leicester Tigers away. Um, mm. So, yeah, it, it'll, it'll see what happens. They've obviously lost Worcester at home, which was their Christmas fixture. So, that's a big money hit that they've taken as well because mm. that's probably their gate of the season. So, yeah, it was um, it was interesting um, to see what happens. I think he's the same as most people. He doesn't really know what's happened. I think he'd just be happy that if he has a club in a couple of months' time at whatever level it may be. Mm. I mean... You're saying there about Worcester Warriors, you know, they're allowed to play until the money ran out. But the situation here is that the, the, the rugby league, they've just gone straight in tonight and said, you're not playing. You, you, you're suspended. I mean, that was, that's quicker than what they did for Worcester Warriors, isn't it? Literally. Yeah, I, I think, I, I don't know the exact things out with Worcester. I think my understanding, I think Worcester probably weren't maybe as transparent. Um, mm. Their owners are a bit shady, probably a bit like Sisu. If I'm allowed to say that, um, but yeah, I think they, were, <laughs> they, were, they weren't they weren't as open as I think Wasp have been. I think Wasp have probably been in a, a more open and keeping the RFU updated. So I think the RFU probably have a better understanding. Hence, the actions come quicker. I think with Worcester, there was a lot of stuff that was maybe wasn't being said, and maybe mm. people were being told one thing and then something else was being told. I think there was a lot of cases that reading what their manager Steve Diamond said. I think they were being made promises that they get paid and then it was we'll pay you for we'll pay you Thursday. Thursday turned into Friday. Friday turned into Saturday. Saturday turned into Sunday. And mm. then it turned into and they still haven't been paid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Wes has popped up here. Evening, Wes. Uh, thanks for joining. Anyone else got any comments? Just jot them into the old comments box in the, on the YouTube here. Um, to be simple, simple money talk, Cecil will only sell um, if it's the right money or they'll only buy the stadium at a potentially uh, at a cut price. I mean, yeah, I think that, to be honest, I that anyone would go and buy that stadium at a cut price. I think even if, if we could all get some money together as fans and had a pot together, uh, might be an idea. We could all approach the council and just go and buy the stadium. Um, but, you know, that ain't going to happen. And, and Wes has also put um, these people that are happy with the WASPs um, that are in this predicament. Um, let's not forget, uh, this was us not too long ago. Yeah, it was. You're right. And, um, you know, with all these hard times, which we spoke about earlier on, Glenn, it's it's not nice losing your job. As me and you know, you know, we've, we've lost our jobs in the past and, you know, it's, it's not very nice, is it? So for all those people, we definitely feel sorry for them, don't we, mate? Yeah, I mean, but Wes has made a good example when covering administration. Look what look at the stunt that Cecil pulled. They basically mm. got their own administrator appointed and basically the club back to themselves at, mm. at, with with quite a good deal. Um, you've only got to look at like Derby. I mean, that shenanigans with Derby was unbelievable. When you've got like guys who just like I think they had two guys who were absolute clowns trying to get there and one of them nearly got all the way to taking over and then he came there was there's problems with the banking being funded and whatever and thankfully got taken over by a local businessman i mean but i mean that sh shenanigans going on there was just a, a sideshow which really we you don't want that happening this season i think whatever happens it i want it to be resolved quickly but i don't think it will be i think we're probably going to look at another three four weeks of this soap opera playing out on it and that's mm just going to add a bit of dis distraction and uncertainty I think and that's probably not what Cov need at the moment I think you don't want to be worried about games I mean I know the club have come out and said there's no doubt about Wednesday night but there was no doubt about the pitch being fine for Rotherham or <laughs> Wigan or Huddersfield was there? No that's true I mean you brought up Derby there I mean the, the way I see this today I mean the Rugby League have been real real harsh as we've said I mean, the Football League took ages and ages to sort the points deduction and everything for Derby. Um, we've got to probably count our stars lucky, really. The EFL are a little bit light, lighter than, than the Rugby League, haven't we? Because, you know, that did go on for ages. I mean, that went on from the season before, you know, last season, when, when really they should have had their points deducted that season, ended up staying in the Championship for an extra season when Wickham should have stayed up. I mean... Do you, th do you think the EFL have done right there with, you know, being a bit softer on teams, give, giving teams time to sort things out, like they have done with us with the pitch? I mean, they've been very patient with us again, haven't they? Well, the problem is we still don't know what they're going to do with us about the pitch, have they? If it's anything no, like the said anything. docking derby points, etc., it'll probably be next season before we find out knowing, knowing the EFL. They're not the quickest in the world. <laughs> I, think, I think there's... there's... There's one, there's one or two things. You either play very, you do it very black and white and you go straight in and make the decision or mm. you take time and gather all the facts and then make a decision. I, I think the EFL kind of make a rod for their own back. Like I said, they've let Bolton get away with it. There was Berry, there was Derby. I think they've kind of almost set a precedence now that they're not, they're not going to be able to go and, 
and throw the book at other teams. I mean, look at Reading, mm. like Reading are kind of playing and they're still potentially under investigation for financial fair play. You've had loads of other teams who've who've got um, done in the past. So it, they just, yeah, they're not. I think I think what the RFU done is quite good, but it, it's then now will they follow through on it? I mean, they've mm. probably done it in the past. They did. They did Saracens. They relegated them for financially regular allow it financial misdealings. That's a better word of saying it. But yeah, I, I don't know whether they'd have the front to do the same with wasps. We'll see. I think they should. I think you should make an example of anyone the same way that in Scotland they made an example out of Rangers and relegated mm. them down to. I think that it's right if you don't play by the rules or you don't you don't stick to them, then you've got to expect punishment. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you gotta expect it if you if you're not playing by those rules. I mean, um luckily for Reading they're having a storm of a season so far. So, you know, fair play to them. But um Ken O'Tomo, uh if Susu buy the stadium, it's only to create an asset to roll into a package to sell within eighteen to twenty four months for a better price. Uh eighteen to twenty four months if people are sniffing round now, I think they'd probably get the deal done and get it over the line and, and cut their losses. Do you? I, I don't know. Or will they ha- hang out for another 18 months to 24 when we might end up being back in League One if if we can't kick start this season? I think there's a gamble, isn't there, with CSU? It, it, it Do they sell this season? Yeah. And... Because no matter if we're going to go up or even have a chance of the playoffs, you're going to have to do something pretty miraculous, hit a real, real good run of form. Which even any time under Mark Robbins, we never hit that sort of run of form really that that would get us anywhere near the top top sticks. Or and then maybe next season, if we did get back together and we had a bit of money behind us in the summer, maybe we could have a crack at the playoffs and go up. Or uh, and then CC realised, oh well, we sold too early, and we could have we could have been sitting on a gold mine in the Premier League. Or you just carry on as we are, and we eventually stumble back into League One. And if we go back into League One, it's a nine going to be a nine impossible league to get back out of. We've only got to look mm. at some of the big teams up there. I think all three of the teams that got relegated aren't in the top six, maybe. Um, they're definitely not in the top two anyway. I know the top two are teams who aren't who weren't relegated last season. And Derby is struggling in there, so it's no gimme that we'll get out. But I think I want Sisu to do what's best for Coventry City, not what's best for Sisu. Let's put it that way. Um, I'm just looking at League One now. So top six: uh, Plymouth, Ipswich, Sheffield Wednesday, um, Peterborough. So they're they're in the top. Yeah, Peterborough's in yeah. the top six, and Barnsley's just in the top six. Um, so yeah, so they're sort of knocking on the door there, but it's it's quite it's quite tight because Shrewsbury and Exeter are sort of putting some runs together. So you know, it's it's um, yeah, it's 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 knocking on a little bit. I'm pleased at Plymouth up there. So um, if we do stay up, be a long journey next season if they come up. But then it's a weekend by the sea, isn't it? <laughs> Um, Nation Radio again. Cheers for your comment. Um, nothing going right for us this season, becoming a nightmare. Yeah, well, we've got to get got to get it kick started. We know that. Um, I mean, going on saying that, do you, do you think next Wednesday we'll go ahead? 
I think it will. I, I, I can't see it. I think I think there'll be obviously restrictions. I, I think oh, it was I was reading a couple of tweets by the guys um, from Surprise Shirts, the Joneses. They said they were in corporate and corporate ran out of beer about at half time and they had various different sorts of beer that they didn't have stock for. So, and I can't say that was, I can't assume that was because they had a bigger gate than they expected because they'd have known what the ticket sales were going to be early on in the week, wouldn't they? So, yeah. I think that, that there was obviously going to potentially be restrictions. The only way I could see it not going ahead is if they haven't got the money to foot the stewarding bill or to pay the wages. Um, I mean, I know they were saying, I think I caught Mikey Burrows' piece on CWR on the way home from work today and he was saying that I think they'd heard rumours that October's wages might not be paid for Wasp. I don't know whether that was the players, players and staff or arena staff or what he meant by that. But yeah, obviously that's the only thing. If people don't, aren't going to get paid, you're not going to work for mm. free, are you? No, 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 definitely not. And unless you're a a racing steward and, and they have to do it all for free at the F1 and everything. So, you know, they do it for the love of it. But um, maybe we're just all us fans would just have to sit around the edge of the pitch. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Put high vis on. We could just time waste. We can time waste ourselves. Like, like exactly. Dabo, was doing, Dabo was doing for the Middlesbrough game with all the, all the uh, boys and ball girls just saying, no, no, take your time. Take your time. We can hide the ball. <laughs> um, who else we got? Oh, uh, Keno Tomo again. Uh, but the team is worth nothing, whichever league. Uh, it's the bricks and mortar that brings in the money. Yeah. Um, I think Stuart Linnell said to me, players are, are really a, a, a debt to the club because obviously you're paying wages and, you know, um, all that sort of thing going on. So, yeah, bricks and mortar are really the, the life and soul of the club. I, I know we've got the training ground. Um and you're probably just buying the badge. Um, so, uh, as we were saying earlier, CISU have really, they've got to go and do this, haven't they? They've got no choice, have they? No, I don't think they are. I think the, the problem is, and this is the dilemma, and I've just seen one of the questions a bit further down, which um, from Alistair, but it's kind of a twist on that. I think somebody said earlier in the season, would you rather have the CBS back and be in League One or would you not own the CBS and stay in the championship? And it's one of them. I think to go forward long term, we've got to have the CBS or our own ground. And we're not going to have our own ground in terms of building it anytime soon. So really, it is the CBS or at least a, a more substantial stake in the CBS running it than we have at the moment. Mm. I mean... I heard that those games that we've missed out on, um, even though we don't own the ground, was somewhere in the region of 250000 a game um, revenue for the club. Um, obviously, on top of that, you've got to take out your policing bills and everything else. So, you know, it's there's money to be made, but we, we have got to own our own stadium, haven't we? Yeah, de- def- definitely. Definitely got to be done. So uh, uh, we've got one here. Uh, is that line that nobody yeah. always puts in it. Yeah, yeah. Match day revenue is massive for our club at the moment. We need, definitely need, especially going into January, because before we know it, it's going to be January because of the, the the World Cup in it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's 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 just this season's just really not got going, and it's just going to be daft. Um, 
hope won't come to this, but uh, if if it was a choice between new owner who buys CCFC and the ground or a share of it, but lose Robbins and AD or stick with CSU and continue under current lease, which do you choose? So, do we have new owners who might get rid of Robbins and AD or do we stick with CSU under the current lease and, and we keep AD and Robbins? That's a good question. Glenn, I, I'll throw that I, one to you first, mate. I think we need new owners. Hmm. I, I, as much as I, I love Robbins and AD, somebody made a comment, I think it was on Twitter, about a shelf life of a manager and I, I can't see Robbins being with us in the next 18 months. And I mm. think the ground would benefit. I, I think he'll either go or it'll go with his own accord. He'll leave or he'll get snapped up by somebody. Someone's going to, someone's going to take a punt on him. I can't see him not getting a, getting an offer from somewhere. And I think, as I said earlier, to be progress moving forward, we need to have the ground. So I think, yeah, yeah, I think if it was those two, I think you'd take the hit. I think the question that somebody, Matt, I was thinking about, I think somebody asked it earlier in the season was, sell one of the big three and use the money towards getting the CBS or staking the CBS. And mm. I think that's probably what you're going to have to do. But yeah, I think, yeah, it's less with two evils. I think you could make an argument either way on it. What, which one would you pick? Um. Whew, whew. I'd, uh, depends on the owners, doesn't it, who's coming in, to be honest with you. If the owners are coming in and they're going to promise us or, or say to us, we're going, to, we're going to invest in this team and get you back in the Premier League, then I'd go with new owners all day long because um, I think last yeah. night, Ken and I, af- after the forum at the Tavern last night, Ken and I were talking about, you know, we deserve to be back in the Premier League. Our fan base, we've been through so much over the last 10 years that we 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 deserve to be back in the top flight and we deserve to be going to watch the likes of Liverpool, Chelsea's, Man City's. We deserve to be watching these players now and our fan base is, as fans, we, we deserve it, I think. I think we've been through more than... Most clubs, apart from Berry and, and, and Bolton and that, you know, and the likes of Derby, I think out of, you know, big clubs that have been around a long time like ours, you know, we've been around a long, long time. I think that we deserve to be back up there now. It's taken 20, 21 years we've been out the top flight. It's, it, it's, it's just, we deserve it. Our fans deserve it now. And, and if it, if it takes new owners coming in and they, and they promise, that they're going to invest and they're going to take us all the way, then I probably would sacrifice Robbins and AD. But I would hope they would give Robbins and AD a chance to bring in some players that they want without without hesitation of going, uh, like Robin says on the radio, oh, I haven't got any more money to spend. It'd be nice to hear Robin say, right, we're going out and we're going to buy this, this, this and this. Um, I want five players. I'm going to bring five players in. It'd be nice for him to hear him say that and give him the chance to bring in some quality players and to show us really that he is the man to take us up because he's done a wonderful job. We all love him. We think he's great. Um, and, and I believe that if someone came in and give him the money, I believe he could go and do it. But you've got to give him the chance, I think. I think you've got to give both of them the chance. 
You know, I, I really do. No, it's a good point. I would have liked, I'd like to see what we could do with ten million pounds. What 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 Robbie yeah. and five at and battling? What sort yeah. of players they could get together for us? Yeah, I mean it's not just them two. It's you know it's Dennis Lawrence as well. I mean he's done a wonderful job with fitness and everything. I mean the players are looking they're looking sharp again now. It's, it, you know, and it's it's the whole team, the whole backroom staff. It's it's working. I, I just think you know. I think, if, as I said, if new owners come in, they've got to back him. They've got to go, right, here you go. Here's some money. Go and do what you want to do and get us back into the Premier League. If it don't work, it don't work. Then you change him. But, you know, we could be in worse We could be in worse states. We could have Steve Bruce in charge or someone like that. But, you know, it's one of those. He's no, it? lo- no longer in charge. I think <laughs> no, I know. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. We could have Steve Bruce in charge. <laughs> so, just get through some questions before we knock it on the head for the night. Um Thanks for all of you listening and watching. It's brilliant stuff. Um, so, uh, Nation's Radio commentary again. Terry, uh, get Dave K with his rifle. Only steward your need. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're laughing. You know. You've been on the source again tonight, mate. You're on it again, are you? <laughs> um, Wes, uh, I believe the stewards are basically like agency staff, so CCFC will just pay... Pay them direct if uh, if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, they could bring in their own their own staff and they are agency. Uh, maybe they'd be able to do a job better than the ones we're getting at the moment because <laughs> some of them stood in front of us the other day, made a line in in the aisle, not in the aisle, in our row. They said, "Go and stand up there," and they stood in front of everyone. So that that weren't very good. Um, Simon Todd, regardless of what uh, we own or don't, uh, we're more of an attractive proposition to potential owners uh, if we're in the championship than League One. Yeah, totally agree. We've got to go out in January and we've got to we've got to sort of strengthen this squad if, if they really want to stay in this league and progress even further. Uh, we've got loads of comments coming through. This is brilliant. Um, we need new ownership. ASAP, uh, Emo, Sisu um, have took us as far as they can go. Yeah, Feta, um I believe you're right with that. Do you think they've took us as far as they can go, Glenn? We asked this question last night at the forum. Uh, I think, yeah, I think they, they've they've kind of reined it in, haven't they? You look at the just the amount of players that we've we've signed. Yeah, I think they've they have kind of. If you compare it to other seasons, I mean, like last season we bought Sheafin, didn't we? I know it was a pre-agreed deal. Um, obviously they they paid for Yokarez. Um, they obviously outlaid money to get Waggon in. Uh, Matson was obviously came in on loan. Clark Salter, Simon Moore. So yeah, they splashed a bit. They splashed a bit of cash. Whereas this season, we've not really done any any business um, of mm. substantial note on it in comparison. All right, so even the previous season before we got Hamer, didn't we? we got Sheaf on loan, and I think there's a couple of other people. Obviously, Ostergaard and Matty James. So yeah, we haven't done as much much business. I think we'd probably see to if they are still in charge, I think come January we'd probably need a couple of signings in the ilk of Matty Jones, experienced championship performers who can just go in our team and make an impact for us. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. We, we we need something in there to just strengthen it up a little bit, I reckon. Um so we've got um James Talks Football. Evening James. Hello. Nice to say hello. Hello mate. Um, Fetter again. Um, it would also be nice to have owners who don't sell players from under Robbins's nose too. 
i.e. high on to Blackburn. Uh, he was our future captain and did so much for the club and the community. Yeah, he, he was he was the um, main man for the family zone. Um, he did loads around the local area. His mum and dad were at every game. I mean, just a fantastic family, um, Dom Hyam and, and his mum and dad, weren't they, Glenn? I mean, they're amazing people, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, you I know, did a piece. Um, yeah, 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 I totally agree with that. You'd, I did a piece with Bernie did. saying about him, saying how disappointed I was he went. Yeah. That was shocking. I mean, even Robbins, you could tell by his voice, couldn't you? It was just, it, it was absolutely niffed. And that's the sort of thing, as as Fett is saying now, if new owners come in, they've just got to just back up, back us, haven't they? They've got to back the manager. Um, we've got Ken uh, Tomo again. A strong, a strong business-led owner is required to turn it around um, and cover off um, overhead and margin increases needed through a cost-of-living crisis. The critical part of the solution is a good director of football. You agree with that, Glenn? Um, yeah, and well, now I think there is obviously we need to look at the look at the scouting and recruitment side of, of, of it because it hasn't worked as well as it has. I mean, the European signings we've made, aside from Hamer, haven't been great. And really the ones we brought in are kind of players that you would have known about. I mean, people would have known about Callum Doyle because obviously he plays for England. People know about Panzo. Um, so, yeah, I think there's definitely maybe this summer we need to look at the recruiting side of it and maybe Badland. Up his game's probably a bit harsh, but we need a bit more better, better knowledge. But with everything with Brexit, maybe the European market isn't the wisest thing to be targeting anymore. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, didn't want to put that one up yet. Two secs. Um, all, all distracting from the battles for the points ahead. Hmm. Um, maybe maybe the future looks a bit brighter. I don't know. What, what you think, Glenn? To be fair, I've watched, I've watched the last three, three last four league games. So obviously, the first league game I saw was Blues away. Obviously, you were in front of me, and I was quietly impressed. I thought it was quite a good game. First half, definitely better. Made some good saves late on to see the game out. Then, obviously, Middlesbrough looked solid. Good finish. Hung on. D- didn't really look in any, any trouble. Uh, mm. And then, on that day, I thought I thought it was a get- nothing game. It was just a bit of, a bit of magic, and, and he got lucky with the finish. He scuffed it. And the more times mm. I watch it back, I still think Wilson should have could have got something on it. And then we hit the bar and we didn't score. So I, I don't obviously it's very hard to judge because I've only been to four games this season. The first game I saw was Bristol City in the League Cup, which was the worst forty five minutes I've seen us play in, in a long time. <laughs> so it's hard it's hard to judge it. But I am quite quite positive and it's almost we kind of got rid of the distractions and there was stuff to be positive about. Kelly obviously yeah. come back yesterday. 45 minutes, O'Hare seems to be on his way back. I mean, yeah. hopefully in the next week, we get he's, Hamer back. He's not ready for Saturday, apparently. No, which I don't want no. him risking him to come back. But we got no. Hamer, and then we kind of back to full strength, and then yeah, we can yeah. see what we can do. But yeah, all this stuff about what's because Robbins is going to get asked about it in the presser on Friday, 
Yeah. So it's not really something I want him talking about. And no. And it, it's going to be obviously the phone ins like CWR. We talked about it. It'll be on the Telegraph. It's mm. all just an unwanted distraction that we don't need. There's some stuff you can't control, and yeah. you can't control the obviously what happened with the Queen and the West Brom game being off and all that. That's something out of your control. But this this is something that could have been controlled better if Wasp had just come clean earlier and everyone yeah. knew what was going on. I yeah, mean, definitely. Owner categorically say we will not be going in administration like mm. three, four weeks ago. Well, that was a blatant <laughs> misrepresentation <laughs> of the truth, wasn't it? The Rebel World <laughs> Well, it's like um, Phil said when he come on, he said administration in rugby means something different. But to us, administration means you're going into administration. So it's their word and it just, it, it's daft really. Uh, so we're going to finish up here with a couple more comments. Um, Wes, up or down, I can see a big change uh, of players next season, almost a new squad. Well, if we get new owners, it will be, I reckon. I don't know if CeCe will. Uh, Wes, Hyam actually looked gutted um, when he when he was leaving. Yeah, he did. He didn't look very happy when he was stood by that goalpost holding his shirt up, did he? <laughs> I wouldn't be happy going up there anyway. I've got to go up there in the midweek. I don't know how I'm going to be happy that night. Uh, Feta, uh, Wes, yeah, he definitely was. And the final comment for this evening, uh, Cover still in the best shape for years despite our current league position in Robins We Trust. Do you know what, Mark? That's a great comment to leave this on because... Robbins, we do trust. As I say, if new owners do come in, I'd love them to back him. Um, give him a, um, like Glenn said earlier, £10 million and just say, right, who do you want? And as I was saying, I'd love him to have an interview and say, right, I'm going to go and get who I want for a change instead of having to wait for loans and see what we can do in the transfer window. We've got to see players out before we bring players in. I'd just love us just to just to do that with Robbins, wouldn't you, Glenn? Just to give him that and, and he can go and keep the squad we've got and just add four or five decent players to it and have a big squad then, don't you think? Yeah, it'd be nice it'd be nice to be the shark in in a yeah. be a fish rather than be the fish getting eaten by the sharks. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well that brings us to the end tonight. Um this was a special edition tonight because obviously all the news that's gone on yesterday and today, uh, we thought we'd better get this out and uh, have a chat with everyone. Um, you know, it, it's just <laughs> it's just been mental, absolutely mental. And um, you know, we we the guys will be on tomorrow night. You're on tomorrow, aren't you, Glenn? With Mark and is it you and Mark and Cardiff fan tomorrow. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we've got um, a Cardiff fan Thomas Taylor on preview the game so I think yeah hopefully I'm on with Mark if not I think Vicky's on with Mark tomorrow so yeah we'll be doing that um, and then hopefully we're going to get up the Fans Forum podcast, uh, Fans Forum highlights from uh, yesterday that came yeah. recorded so that'll hopefully be up um, we've got a we've got your pod, your podcast down at Dylan's that people can listen to from some, some Saturday we've got the yeah. match review for the Burnley game we've got the Wasps <laughs> what 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 happens next with Wasps? So yeah, there's plenty, plenty of podcasts for you to listen to for us if you're bored this week. Yeah, and Saturday we've got live stream from outside uh, Cardiff Stadium. So um, I'll be out there at the weekend walking around the ground so they can watch that for half an hour before kickoff. Well, it'll be an hour before kickoff, but I'll be on for half an hour. Um, so people can join into that as well because uh, uh, that's a good laugh. I'm not, I don't know how I'm going to understand some Cardiff fans, but... Uh, 
The nice down there. I went went to WWE down there, Miles. So if you bit walked into the town, you could be by the castle. You could have Miles by the castle. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to be there early enough. (laughs) Yeah, we could do that. (laughs) A bit of a trek from the ground, but no, it's a a nice. It's a nice venue. They're really nice down there. It's a it's a good uh, good little place. So hopefully we. um, we actually win there because we don't tend to win there or, or even draw, to be fair. No, that's it. Yeah, I know. I know. And then, um, so uh, Sunday night, you'll be re- uh, reviewing the game and previewing Sheffield United. And then I'll be back down Dylan's again on the Wednesday night for Sheffield United as long as the game goes ahead. Um, listen, guys, I just want to say uh, thanks, Ken. You've been brilliant tonight. Uh, Glenn, I mean, sorry, not Ken, Glenn. Glenn, <laughs> thanks. I'll get it right, Glenn. Uh, thanks, it right. mate. Uh, absolutely. Well, it sounds the same, doesn't it, Glenn, Ken? Um, th- thanks, mate. It's been brilliant. Uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, again, listen, everyone, um, just tune in, uh, subscribe, like, everything with us, yeah? Just, just you know, come on, have a chat with us all. We're, we're here a couple of nights a week. Just come and have a crack. And uh, thanks for taking part tonight, all of you. You've been absolutely fantastic. And Feta, just seeing your comment, mate. We'll see you on Saturday down in Cardiff. So, yeah, we'll get a little interview with you. Uh, Glenn, thanks again, mate. Enjoy tomorrow night's pod. And um, this has been Sky Blue Fans TV. Good night. Oh, 